The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Uri Nidam, Hashem Mishminu Vehayel, in honor of all the members of the Minyan, all the members of the daf Yomi, and in honor of the rabbi, Tzkele Mitzvot, may he continue to succeed. Aslahab, Arvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Adav, Amen. Daf Today's daf is being studied in the Shmat of Rahab ben Esther. We are studying uh, on Sadiqat and we are on the second line. There was a certain lady, the Tafsa Kasa de Chaspa Bektubata. So she grabbed a silver cup as payment for her ketubah. Now, it wasn't the shi'ud of the ketubah, so she just uh, grabbed partial payment for her ketubah. Ketubah mezoneh. And uh, she still wanted mezonot. It's from the yetumim. Right? She was almana. So after she got partial payment for the ketubah, she wanted also to still collect mezonot. So she, she came in front of Ravah. So he told the yetumim, zilu havu la mezoneh. Give the lady mezonot. Why? Let the hash, the had, Rabbi Shimon. We do not go with the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, the Amar, lo amdinan miksat kesef, gichol kesef. Which means, we saw Shita yesterday, and yesterday's daf of Rabbi Shimon. And he said, once a lady gets partial payment for a ketubah, finish, she loses her mezonot. And therefore, the Rabbi Ravah said, we don't go like Rabbi Shimon. We hold that once the lady, even though the lady got partial kesef, it's like she got none of the kesef. And therefore, since she got none of the kesef, she's still entitled to mezonot. So this lady over here, she just grabbed kasa de chaspa. She grabbed a partial payment with a uh, silver cup. And therefore the rabbi said, we do not go like Rabbi Shimon. Therefore she is entitled for the Ketubah. I'm sorry, she's entitled for the Mezono. Continues. Shalach le Rabba Bered Rava le Rav Yosef. Okay, so Rabba Bered Rava says to Rav Yosef, Mocheret Shelo Bebet Din. Okay, now the lady sold properties from the estate of Yitumim, Shelo Bebet Din. Now that's against really the opinion of, um, uh, actually, according to Tanakama, I'm sorry, according to Tanakama, we learned in uh, yesterday's Mishnah that for a uh, Ketubah, uh, by a lady, she is allowed to, uh, she has to sell it in But for Mizonot, she does not have to sell it in Bedin. So now we're talking about a lady that she went and she sold her ketubah, meaning sold her properties in the estate, and she did not sell it with the permission of Bedin. So the Gemara comes along and says, again, according to Tanakhama, you, you do not have to sell ketubah in front of Bedin. I uh, correct myself. You do not. Why? We said two reasons yesterday. Yeah. Either because of hen, because we don't want to make it difficult for her to, you know, we want to give her an incentive to get married again. If you're going to make the ketubah payment difficult, she's not going to get remarried. And we said another reason, because the, right, the, fa- the husband does not want it to be embarrassed in front of Binti. So obviously this whole subject now is going that says you do not have to go to Betin when she is selling property to pay herself for the ketubah. <laughs> For the uh, ketubah, so the Gemara says, "Wait, before you ask about what she has to make a swear or not, let's discuss if there has to be a hachraza, which means before you even come to the shivuah, when the law is, when you're selling a field, 
in order that the right price is received for selling a field, what they used to do in the olden days, they would make it, it's called the Hachlazah, <coughs> which was like for 30 days before the, uh, the sale, they would announce it. This field's for sale, and all that, so different buyers will come along and give bids and things like that in order to give the right price. So the Gabbara is asking a question, before you get Shivu'ah, she's selling it Shilobibiti. What about the Hachlazah? What about the fact that she didn't make a, does she need to make a Hachlazah? <coughs> Meaning to get the best price. So he comes along and says, When it comes to Akhrazah, I'm not asking uh, that question. That question does not, uh, she's a that she's not have to make a Akhrazah. Why? She could sell it herself uh, 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 without it. Why? You have an almana widow. What did she do? She evaluated the price of the field herself. Now she says, which means she herself, she didn't sell the field. She actually took the field. She looked at the field, whatever, whatever this is worth. They made an evaluation on it. She took the field and she possessed the field herself for the ketubah. So the Gemara says she did nothing. What do you mean she did nothing? That's she. Fourth line. If the Yitunim want to come along and say, hey, give us back the field, we'll give you money instead, they have the right. What she took in that field, when she made a shuman, she took it herself, it's nothing. So the Gemara analyzes. What's the case? If the case is talking about where she actually made a hakrazah, so therefore the, you could assume that the price that was uh, that was taken, which means she, she went and announced it. Uh, we're selling it uh, a field over here, right? And then after she got all the prices, she ended up taking it for herself, like, as if she bought it herself. But it was only after hakrazah, so therefore technically you could assume that maybe the price was the fair price. Amai lo asta why, why is it not a good uh, sale? If, she, if there was hakraza made, mean she made an announcement say for thirty days we're selling this field. At the end of the day, after all the prices were in, she came along and said, "You know what? The highest price was this. I'm taking it. I'll take it for myself uh, for, for, for the ketubah because I'm owed also uh, a certain amount of money." Why not? If she made hakraza, seemingly the price is a fair price. She should be able to keep it. So the gemara says, Really, must be talking about the reason why we don't let her keep it for ourselves is because she did not make a. Hakraza, and to that the Gemara says, Ul Atzma Hu Delo Asta Vilokinum. And the reason why we say it's no good is because she took it for herself, which means she didn't make a Hakraza, and therefore we're not sure that the price is really the fair price, because really she didn't put it out on the market. She just took a field for her own Kituba. The deen is going to be, you know what? You gotta take it back, because she took it for herself. Ha le Akhir. But we're making an implication that in a similar case, where let's say she took the field and she sold it to somebody else without a hakraza, it's going to be okay. She's we're making a duke from the Brayta. The Brayta is mashma. Only what she took for herself, when she took the field for herself and there was no hakraza, then already lo asta velokinum. Mashma, that if she didn't take the field for herself, she sold the field to somebody else without a hakraza, so the Gibra wants to learn from over here, what? That when a lady takes a field and sells it, you does not need hakraza, and the sale is still going to be a sale. Comes the Gibra and says, look at Nashi. No, we did it. Yes. I'll tell you now. Really in this case over here, where the lady took the Field for herself, the almana. I'm telling you, she made hakraza. Meaning, she said she announced it to everybody that what the field is being sold, and everybody put in their bids. And then after they put in their bids, she went and she, you know what? I'm, I'll take it for myself to pay me off the kibbutz. And still, I'm going to tell you, even though there was hakraza, lo asta velo kedum. Why? Udamli la, but the yitumim are going to tell her man shamlich. Who evaluated it for you? What does it mean, man shamlich? That's Meaning, you, you bought the field. Who did you buy it from? Lom mi bedding. You didn't take it from bedding because bedding wasn't involved. Velo mi yetomim. And you didn't buy it from us. Lefichach lo yatsara karka minishuta yetomim. Which means, it never left, there's no sale over here. You can't just go, to, I don't care if you made a hachraza. You can't just take a, a, a field for yourself. It has to go through the legal channels. It has to go through Betin, or it's got to go through the Yitorim selling it to 
her for a ketubah. But where you evaluated to sell it to somebody else, the rabbis gave a permission to sell. So when the rabbis give you a permission to sell, so that's like, she sold Bershut. Therefore, she went, she made a Shuma, they made a, a Hakraza, whatever it is. And in that case, over there, I'll tell you, the sale is considered a sale. Mashi'enke, when she's taking it for herself, the Gemara wants to say, even if she made a Hakraza, I mean, even if she made an announcement before to everybody, when you take it for yourself, you to have the right to come along and say, <laughs> the sale's not a sale. It didn't go through us, it didn't go through Betty, therefore they have a right to take it back. So therefore, you have uh, no ra'ayah that she does not need a Hakraza. Maybe I'll tell you she really needs a hakrazat uh, because the Gebrazah Ra'ayah wanted to be that what? That when it comes for herself, she doesn't need a hakrazah. Well, I'm sorry, when it comes for herself, uh, when she's taking it for herself, she needs a hakrazah, but maybe for Aharim, she doesn't. So comes again what I want to say. No, let's read that again inside the Gemara. Hechidame. Ida Akhruz. I'm going back to you lines just to get the clarity. Ida Akhruz. If it's talking about when she made a Amai lo astav elokulim. Why would she take the field for herself? Is it considered uh, nothing? So it was ena lav de la akhruz. Okay, it must be talking about what she did make akhraza. Ul atzma who de lo astav elokulim. Hala chayir masha asta asta. Kibbutz says no. You can have no raya from there. The olam da because I can tell you in the cases talking about over here with lady took it for herself. She made akhraza and still what? But they're going to tell her, I'll give you a You didn't sell it according to the legal. You can't take it for yourself. Like the similar story of a fellow. He was uh, watching Kistad Yatme. What is Kistad? She says, Mispo. Mispo is like the straw or the animal feed of the uh, Yatomim. Okay? Or as she says, Atse Al Mogim. Different type of uh, wood. Okay, so it was a guy. He was a Picadon. He was uh, watching the. Uh, Kistab is a Shomer, watching the Yetumim's uh, property, right? Azal, what do you do, the guy? He came along and said, you know what? Anyway, the Yetumim owe me money. He looked at the, 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 the stuff that he was watching for them. He said, you know what? It's worth about uh, 400 zoos. And he kept it for himself. What happened? Aikar. Eventually, the price of the Mispor went up. It went up to now 600. So now they came in front of Rabbi Amir. What was the claim they had? The Yitumim want to come along and say, hey, listen, that's ours. That, that, that extra 200 is ours over here. Because we gave this guy a picadon. He took it for himself at 400, now went to 600. So the, the, the guy who took the picadon is claiming, hey, listen, it's my, 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 uh, my win. Went up 600. I was coming ready at 400. And therefore, it's my benefit. The Yitumim come along to say, hey, listen, uh, it's ours. So the Gebra says, Amale man shamlach. And what they tell him? Who evaluated for you? Which means when you had the picadon, Betin didn't do it with for you. The the Yatomim didn't give it to you. You just evaluated for yourself and took it. That's nothing. That means why it's still in the possession of the Yatomim. Therefore, that extra about that extra two hundred, it's got to go back to the Yatomim. So, which which means you see over here that what that really when it, when the person's taking it for himself, the Gemara wants to say even if there is a hachraza and all that. There is no sale. It can be returned. Whether it's a case of a lady that takes the ketubah field, she takes it for herself, even with a hakraza, you didn't come along and say, get out of here. You didn't, you didn't go to the right channels. Similarly, a guy's wife has a picadon. He's holding money. Right? He says, you know what? I'm going to evaluate it for myself. I'm keeping it to pay myself back. The deen is what? The rabbis will say, listen, that's considered still in the, in the uh, possession of the, of the yitomi. Mishamlak, which means who, who sold it to you? And therefore, you give it back, you have to give the money, extra money back to the Yutumim. In the case of the 600, the 200 has to go back to the Yutumim. So now the question, we're back to the question. When regarding a case of a lady, took a ketubah payment from the fields. So we want, we have two she'elot here now, and they're still on the table, both she'elot. Question number one, does she have to make a shivu'ah? I know she doesn't have to go through betin. Telekama said she does not have to go through betin when she's selling the fields. But the, and she's not selling it for herself. She's selling the field to somebody else and taking the money for her ketubah. Question number one, does she have to make a shivuatri yetumim that she did not take more? And number two, is a chakraza necessary? So comes the and concludes, velketa sericha She has to make a shivuatri yetumim, de'ena sericha hakraza, but she does not need to make a hakraza. Next, Mishnah, almana shaita ketubata matayim. Okay, let's say almana, her ketubah is 200. She went and sold the field of the Yetumim that was only 
worth a hundred, but she was a good sales lady, and she was able to get two hundred for that uh, field. Or the opposite. She took a field that was really worth two hundred, and she only was able to get one hundred. The Mishnah's deen is, She's considered paid off. Which means, bottom line, in the first case, she got two hundred. So that's it, she's paid off. In the second case over there, it's her problem. She didn't know how to sell it, it was worth two hundred. So she only got 100, that's her problem. The loss is hers, and therefore she's considered paid off in her ketubah. Rashi, You lost it, the loss is to yourself. Okay, now we go to the next case. Let's say ketubah was only 100. She sold one of the fields of the yetumim. The field was worth a mane and a dinar. So it's a mane plus... Okay, 101. So she sold that field, but she only sold it for 100. Now, we understand the case at this point over here, where really she put the Yitomim at a loss, which is she's only due to her 100. So she sold the field now of 101. And the 101 field that she sold, she only took 100. Now, she has no right to do that. What's coming to her is 100. So she's selling out a field that's more than her ketubah, and she's taking just a hundred. So therefore the sale is going to be void. Machra batel. The mechira is going to be nullified. Because she has no right to be mafsid di, uh, di, di yoshim. Di, di yetomim. Rashi machra batel. Shoto dinar, enna reshut nemkor, nemsa shekola mechir ta'ut, shrebe batahataya. The whole mecha is a ta'ut. Even if she says, I'll give a dinar back to the Yoshi, which means what I do, I, I was mafsid them a dinar. Even if she comes along and says, listen, I'll, I'll pay them uh, one dinar, just search. Listen, they owe me a hundred. So, so what are they out? One dinar that I, that, I, that I lost them? I'll pay them the dinar. Doesn't matter. Still is going to be batel. I think we're going to wait for the Gemara, because the Gemara is going to give us two different ways to learn this case. I'm explaining to you one way, where it was 101 field, that she only sold it for 100, right? And now so the, uh, the Yetomim are down a uh, dinar. So we're saying that she wants to compensate them and give them the dinar. Still, but she has no right to sell such a, uh, such a field. It's more than she was owed. Rashbach says, no, as long as she compensates the uh, Yetomim after what's, uh, what's coming to them, the sale is going to be a sale. She says, Rashbach says, go with the logic. W- what did she lose them? She didn't cause them any upset. They owed 100. She took, let's say, 100, so they're down one because she sold the field of 101. Say, hey, I paid you, I pay one, and finished. They're even. Yeah. However, which means Rashbach agrees. That if, let's say, she sells the, uh, she sells the field, right? And she sells it, and there's a, uh, there's a difference between the price, which means it's not just a dinar uh, over, right? Let's say she sells the field, and the difference between what she wants now recompensate the yetomim is the size of a field. What do you mean the size of a field? Basadeh, when it comes to a field, bat tish'akabin. Tish'akabin is a shiur of a, Minimal field. We'll see what that means. Ubegina in a garden, but hatzikab in a garden. The shoot of a minimum garden that's considered substantial is what hatzikab. Uchdebre Rabbi Akiva bet rova. And according to Rabbi Akiva, meaning it's even bet rova, which is the size of a gina. Now, what is he saying? So look at Rashi. Rashi says like this: Achiye beonaa kedesh sheilu lo aita onaa, which is let's say. Um, they didn't, uh, let's say they sold the field for the right uh, uh, price. Which means, let's say there would be in the field, uh, left over a field or the size of Tish'akabin, which was whatever size that is. For example, this case of the, the, the guy selling the field, it's 101 dinar, right? So she's coming along and she's giving 100. Okay, so technically, there was one dinar uh, 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 extra. So we say, what? Pay it. Pay it to uh, the Yetomim and it's okay. Now let's say it's two dinars. Let's say it's three dinars. What, what, what's the limit where she can come along and just sell it for cheap and just compensate uh, with money 
three yatomim. So the Shabbat as long as she's compensating, the yatomim don't lose anything, it's okay. Unless the shiur now will equal at least the size of a field, or the size of a garden. Because in that case, over then the yatomim come along and say, hey, we don't want the compensation. There's a value worth us. You saw the field over here, that we did, and we want them. We don't want the money. We want exactly the shoot of the uh, the field. So with the onaa, with the extra money, would be the worth, let's say, to the size of a significant field. Then the spike says the field, the, the sale is batel. I read that in Nashi again. She's not only that, even if let's say uh, the field next to the one that she sold, let's say the field next is like four kabin, right? And by her selling the field, let's say, for cheap, that she wants to pay off, but she, 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 she sold, let's say, five kabin, that if she, he was able to have two fields together next to each other, he would have nine kabin, a field, which is a significant field again. So then the deen is what? The sale is going to be void. So basically, one dinar for sure is not a problem, one dinar, she, she can come along and say, here's the one dinar, I'll see you later. But if that extra amount that she sold for cheap would equivalent the size of A, Significant field. Now the guy come along and say, "I don't want money." What'd you do? Who, who told you to sell such a field? You, you, you put me at a disadvantage. I want to have that or gina, the size of a certain field. Or even if let's say it was less than nine kabin, but my fields next to this, I could put the fence down and mitzareif at nine kabin. That is already considered on a. That is considered already like a usury. That is considered already no sale. So that's the shita of rashbag. Okay. You want to hear the language? The language they say is, right. If let's say the almana would sell it for the, for the right price, which is the shoot of a... Uh, 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 garden. Which means, even after this mistake over here, that she sold the for less and she's paying him out, there's nothing left anyway in the field. It's a small little uh, uh, parcel that's not significant anyway, so they cannot come along and say, we didn't want you to sell the. We didn't want you to sell the field. Nashi, one more time. meaning the extra money. Let's say if they would, they would not, they would not have this this extra money that she just sold the field for. The field would have ended up having minimum size of ten kabim. the itself is worth. Let's say there was a field adjacent that was nine kabin. They came out the yishtet tovim karkas. Since you think let's say have a piece of land, sham kishiur sade yomrula enusunum kol karkar oilan. We don't. Well, who asked you to sell this piece of land that we could have adjacent to enhance to our property? But let's say with the onaan and the adjacent field, it would not be mistaref even to a shiur of nine. Loif sedan kedum. That's the of Rabbi. She sold the first field for 100. And she sold the second field for 100. And according to Yerushami's Girsa, it says, Meaning she sold three fields for a hundred each. So now she's owed what? A hundred more. The last one she sold, a hundred and one field, she sold it for a hundred. So the last field is going to be batel. But the first three fields, because the first three fields she was owed 300, she sold it for 300. It's not a problem. 
But the Hadush that the last field that again she sold unlawfully, because she sold it for a hundred and was a hundred and one sold for less the price. So only the last field becomes Batil, not the first three fields. Comes the Gemaran says, When it comes to a lady selling a field that's worth two hundred, so she sold it for a hundred. What do we tell her? At Afsedat, it's your loss. Which means, even though she ended up with 100, we said, listen, it was a field of 200. You could have sold it for 200. You only sold it for 100. It's your loss. So, shave mane b'matay. So, we should say the other way as well. Where she is, let's say, uh, um, diligent. And she's able to sell a field. That's shave mane. She's able to sell it for 200. Name. Also, tema, let her say, ana arvachna. she come along and say, listen, you owe me another 100. I saw the field of 100 because I was uh, diligent. I was able to get 200. That's my, that's my uh, uh, profit. You still owe me another 100 for the ketubah. And why can't she say that? Just like she suffers the losses, we should say she should gain the gains. We make it fair both sides. It was on cases like this that the B stated, which is the advantage is always... To the owner, that always goes to the owner of the field. And the way he said it was Baal Ma'ot, the one that has the money. Now, what was he referring to? So look at the top of the Shia. Let's guy sends his Shalia to the market. Okay? The Shura, to buy uh, merchandise. Vilakah Bizol, and the uh, the messenger was able to buy merchandise cheap. The, the profit goes to the which means the guy cannot come along and say, listen, I, I, I keep the extra money. So no, you were able to buy cheap. That's the advantage of the sender. He cannot come along and say, the one that's paying, he gets the advantage. So, like the Baraita says, which is, let's say, when, they, when he went to buy merchandise, this guy, and uh, the, uh, they added one more into the, uh, into the merchandise. Instead of selling him uh, 12, they threw an extra one, uh, 13. They gave him a deal. So according to the first Shittar Bi'udah, the Shaliyah is able to get the, uh, the excess, the advantage, the profit. Rabbi Yosef says, no. In that case over there, you split it between the Mishaliyah and the Shaliyah. Because really, you don't know why he gave it. Did he give it because of the Shaliyah or did he give it because of the Mishaliyah? So the Biyosef says, you know what? When there's a little extra thrown in to the merchandise, you split it. I thought the Biyosef just said everything goes to the Balamaot. Now you're telling me what? You split it. Depends. It depends if the item has a set price or an item is not set price. Meaning what? Look at Rashi. Let's start from Kedetanya. Fourth line. Kedetanya de'ika plukta de'tanei ba'ayim el-ta'o maskana sh'amina de'vadvar she'in lo'kispah on an item that's really not a set price. For example, a field. A field, some people sell it for more, some people sell it for less. It's really not a set price in the field. Itle de'bi yosea kone ba'ala ma'ot. In that case over there, advantage always goes to the one that sent them. Which is when it comes to fields, it's sold with estimation. I mean, there's no price on the field. It's really sold uh, according to what they uh, evaluated for. Sometimes more, sometimes less. So the BOC's rule is like this. That any time that a, uh, a field is sold, so like let's say this lady over here, she had a field that was, uh, the thing was worth 100 Right, she ended up getting two hundred. So since in lo kitzba, I mean, there's no price tag on a field. So therefore, the advantage always goes to the bala maot, and he comes along and says, "Listen, you sold it for two hundred. Thank you very much. We're even." And she cannot come back along and say, "Hey, it's my profit." And therefore, she's able. She's considered paid up in the ketubah. Continue as she hosifulo achat. If let's say he just added one piece of merchandise, betosiftat Ketit is like uh, legumes or uh, beans and things like that. They sell it uh, in, a, in a measure. Which is, it's a set price, which means it is what it is. You, you, you fill up a keli and it's sold as a peruta. If let's say they added uh, an extra you know, measure in there, yeah, you split it. Why? That's, that's what he's giving him a gift. 
there where it's set, where it's sold in set prices, they're selling it five dollars a pound. We know what it is. So therefore, when the guy's throwing a little extra in there, you can say he's giving him a matana. Of course, who's he giving the matana to? So Rabbi Yosef says, well, it's a safek. Is he giving the matana to the shadiyah? Is he giving the matana to the Mr. So therefore, what does he say? Split it. However, the Vashi Elokitzba, Kegon Talet Vahaluk, let's say he's selling clothes, a talet, a garment, Vayerek and Mkarim Beomid. Sometimes a guy sells cheap, and sometimes he keeps the price. Which means then you don't say it's a matana. There it's, it's he's selling it. That's what his price is. He's not giving him a, 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 a favor, he's not giving him excess. So therefore, the same thing. So we see the biyose is the shita, that items that are sold in according to a, a price. That's davar she'en lo I'm sorry, davar she'esh lo kitzbah. These are sold as a prize. For example, five dollars a pound. So then everybody, when the guy gives you a pound and a little extra, he says, hey, he's giving you a gift. The sale was five dollars. He, he threw a little extra in there. Okay, so now you have to know, who, who's he giving the matanat to? Is he giving the matanat to the, mishan, to, 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 to the messenger? Or is he giving the, the matanat to the one that sent him? Rabbi Yosef says, in that case over there, split it. But when it's a sale... That fluctuates. Sometimes the sale is high, sometimes the sale is low. Like a field. There's no set price on a field. Uh, sometimes the guy wants to make a lot of money, and he'll sell it for an expensive price. And sometimes he says, you know what? Let me just make some money over there, get out quick, and sell it. That's considered sale. It's not giving a gift to nobody. So Rabbi Yosef says, in that case over there, advantage you, Balamaot. Oh, back to our Mishnah. And our Mishnah, what was the case? The lady went, she sold the field for 100, and she was able to get 200. So in that case over there, there's no price on the field. And look, it's uh, some, Sometimes the field will go for more money. If the guy wants to stick to his price, and you know he wants to, you know, whatever it is, he, he, he needs the field, whatever it is, he'll, he'll buy it for more. The advantage is going to go to the Baal HaMaot. Therefore, she cannot go back and say, hey, listen, uh, I, I was able to get 200 for this field, but it's really only worth 100. You owe me 100. No, no, advantage Baal HaMaot, you're paid up. And therefore, Amishta is Shittat. Rabbi Yosef comes to Gabbana and says, Amar Papa Hilcheta, that is the Alakhadi, Davar Sheesh Lokitzma, Cholkin, an item that has a set price, $5 a pound, you split between the Shaliyah and the Mishaleyah. Davar Sheesh Lokitzma, an item that does not have a set price, like field, Hakol Ebal, Hamaot, comes to Gabbana and says, My Kamash Marlan, which is the Gabbana says, What are you coming to teach me over here? It's coming to just say that the answer that we said is an answer. Which means, Rami Bar Hama gave an answer to the Biyosei. Because one time the Biyosei said, split it. And one time the Biyosei said, give it the advantage to the Baal Ma'ot. So Rami Bar Hama came along and gave an answer. So then comes to him and says, There's a difference between Kitzbah and not Kitzbah. He goes, Rami Bar Hama told us that already. And he said, no, no. That's the answer. Which means Rami Bar Hama's answer is considered a... Legitimate answer, and we take that answer, and we make that chiluk, the inyan, halakha, between the Vashish Kitzvah and the Vashish Kitzvah. Ibaidu, now we have another question. Amar le, a guy tells his shaliyah, Zavin li litcha, he says, go buy for me a litcha. Litcha is hatzikur. Go buy me a field that measures half a kur. Okay? Go sell. Let's see. Amar le, mechor. Correct. Go sell mesadotai. Bet hatzikur. I go sell a field, uh, half a kur. What did he do with the guy? The azal, the zabin, the kura. He ended up selling a full kur. Now the shayla is like this. My. Mosif al-devaravu. Is he just coming to add on what the sender told him? Vilitcha miya kane. And therefore at least the half a kur is sold. And the guy went above and beyond, but it doesn't nullify the half. Which is the half he was considered... A sale, and the other half is questionable. But the point is, he's just being mosif, meaning he's still considered his messenger, or ma'avir al devaravu, or maybe he's considered rebellious, and he's violating his shidiyut vilitchanamelokane, and therefore the whole sale is nullified. Even the half, I didn't tell you to sell the whole. So therefore, once you sold the whole, you're violating the whole shidiyut, and therefore even the half you sold is not considered. That's really the question. When a, sh- a shaliyah does not fulfill his shidi'ut. Legabe what? Where a guy says, sell half and he sold double. Amar of Yaakov, Nehar Pekod, Meshemed Ravina. So now we're going to ayot to try to solve this dilemma. Tashema, Amar Ba'alabayit Shlucho. Okay, you have a Ba'alabayit, he tells his uh, messenger. 
Okay? Ten lehem hatikha leorchin. Let's do me a favor. Have a guest over here. Give each one of the guests one piece of meat. Vuomer, and he comes along and tells the guests, Teru shetayim. You know what? Take two pieces each. Vehen natlu shalosh. And the guests themselves, they took three pieces of meat. Kulan ma'alu. Now you end up finding out what? All the pieces of meat were hegdesh. So now the question is, which guys, can, what, what, what is me'ilah? Me'ilah is if a person, let's say, has uh, 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 food, right? And it's sanctified. The law is, if let's say, bishogeg, he ate that food, or used that food for anah, that's considered me'ilah, the stealing from Megdesh. What's the law if somebody steals from Megdesh? He has to pay back the principal plus a homish. Keren v'homish. Uh, so now the question is, who in this case of is considered mo'il? So they go to the Gemara, all three of them are mo'il, meaning... The shaliyah, I'm sorry, the mishalech, the sender, the shaliyah, and the orchim. Uh, so that comes again, and analyzes. If you're going to tell me, you're going to come along and say that when the shaliyah does more than he was asked, it's considered just adding on to his shaliyahud, that's what a balabait ma'al, which means the balabait already, he's mo'il on one piece, because he said, give them one piece. And he didn't know it was hektish. That's the case of na'ilah. Now, the shaliyah comes along and says, you know what? Take two pieces. Now, if you consider mosif, so really he still considered his shaliyah the first piece. Because the first piece, he told him to give. So I understand why the shaliyah is hayab, because he's hayab on his one piece. I understand why the guests are hayab, because they took the Third piece, and I know why the Mishaleh, the sender, is Hayab, because he's considered still, uh, he's still, he's still on the hook, because you're considering it Musif al Devarav. Understand? Which I'm not nullifying the Shaliyahut. However, but if you're telling me that when the Shaliyah transgresses and sell, uh, gives two pieces, if you tell me it's considered the Shaliyahut is broken, why should the Baalabit Hayab? Which is, you, you, you're working for yourself now. I told you to give one. Once you're giving two, you're on your own. I'm out of the picture. Why should the Braitha say that all three are uh, on the hook for Mi'ilah? So they want to bring a Ra'ayah from here, that Abala, that the Shaliyah that went and changed from the Shiliyot is considered Mosif. And whatever he did up until that point is considered valid, and the rest is considered uh, on his own. That's why the Bala Bala is going to be Hayav, because he told him at least. One piece, give them. Okay, so for that point, you're considered my shaliyah. Therefore, the shaliyah is going to be hayav. Now, regarding the extra piece you gave, okay, extra piece you gave you on your own. That's considered your merida. The guests are hayav for the third piece. So you learn from this over here that what is considered mosif. Kabbalah says no. I'm sorry. So in the case over here, so we want to say what's the difference? Must be what? That the, it's considered mosif. That's why the balabayit is. Consider Mu'il. Be'atinan, we learned, ha-shaliyah sha'asa shlihuto, that ha-shaliyah, right? Let's say he fulfilled his shlihut, ba'alabayit ma'al. Correct, which means, we have a hadush by Mi'ilah. Mi'ilah, normally let's say when a shaliyah goes and does something, and the shaliyah does an avira, we have a rule in shaliyah that does avira. When shaliyah makes a sin, the sin does not go back to the mishaliyah. Mi'ilah is different. Which is when I send somebody on a, I give him some goods, let's say, and I don't know that this item is uh, Kodesh, and the Shaliyah goes and spends it on my, on my will, so the deen is the Mishaleh is going to be Hayav. Like it says in the Mishnah, Shaliyah, 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 who does the Mi'ilah go to? Ba'alabayit ma'al. Lo asashlihuto, Shaliyah ma'al. But if you didn't do the Shaliyahut, who makes the Mi'ilah? The Shaliyah. So in this case over here, what? You have to say that he was doing his Shaliyahut. How is doing shalut? I told you to go give them one, you gave them two. And I say what? You musif al The one you were working for me, and then the second one you're on your own. Oh, so we see what? It's because the musif al devarav. Raya. Kibra says no. Hachamimah askinan. De amar dehu. Tilu echad middato shal ba'alabayit. De echad middati. Vishaklu inutlat. The case is talking about where he specifically told them. Rabotai. Take one. From the Balabayit. He's giving you one. From me, take two. And then they themselves took three. So therefore, it's, it, it's Shaliyah's talking. Therefore, you have no ra'ayah in this case over here. 
that you want to bring it ayah, really I could tell you maybe that when the shalat does extra, it's considered ma'avir. But in this case over here, he clearly said, take one, it's not coming for me this one, this one over here, for the balabai. Good. Second one, I'm giving you from me. He's on the hook. They took third one, they're on the hook for me'ilah. So then we have no ra'ayah to Musif al-Dabarim. I can really tell you that really maybe when the shalat is considered, is Musif is considered ma'avir. That he's considered what? rebellious on his mission, and therefore he has no connection to the shaliyah. But in this case of me, he was explicit. He said, listen, I'm giving you the one from the shaliyah of the Baal. And that's what the, the Baal is going to be. Hayav. And the second one from me, and the third one they took. So you have no ra'ayah in this case, where he was explicit to the subject of whether he's mosif or ma'avir. And he said explicitly that this is... Right, this is from him. From uh, the, no, from the from shaliyah. No, he didn't know it was from Kodesh. That's the thing. To me, oh. to me hayav me'ilah, you have to be shogig. After everybody ate, then they found out that it was Kodesh. Then there's Me'ilah. If you didn't pay Mezid, there's no Me'ilah. Okay, then have to pay a kid in uh, the Homer. So that was the case. Now we want to know, oh, now we found out, oh, this meat over was Kodesh. Who's Hayav? So we say, the Shaliyah is Hayav for Shuksi or for the second piece. The Orim Hayav because they took a third piece on their own. The question is the Baal it. So the Hadus, the Baal Abayit is Hayav. Even if you want to tell me normally if the Shaliyah did more than he was asked, that normally it's nullified. But in this case, he explicitly said, Take one from the Balabai. That's why the Balabai is Hayab. Continues Tashema. Actually, a quote from our Mishnah. Let's say the Ketubah that she had was worth a money. So she sold a field that belonged to the Yatumim that was really a money plus a dinar. And she sold it for a money. So one is what the sale is null and void. So now it comes to go and analyzes my love. What's the case? The zavin shame shave mane vidinar bebane vidinar. Oh, the Gemara's learning now in the have I mean a little differently the way we interpreted in the Mishnah. Really, she sold a hundred and one field. She sold it for a hundred and one. But she, she sold it for the price. Umay bimane. But the Mishnah didn't say that. The Mishnah said she sold it only for a hundred. Bimane means bimane mane shela, which means she sold it because she was owed a hundred. Umay afilu. And what is the afilu? Because it said in the Mishnah, even if she goes and uh, gives back a uh, uh, dinar. Which means, afilu we omit it. Even if she comes along and says, azir et dinar bedinar which is, what does it mean even? Because, it's not a, even if she pays back, even she has to pay back, it's not, it's not even if she pays what back the doing? dinar, she definitely is only owed a hundred. Mm-hmm. She sold something over that's worth a hundred and one, and she got a hundred and one, for sure she has to give back the, the one. What does it mean even if she gives back? It's, it's, it's considered not a sale. So it says, even if she's going to give it back, she'll give it from field, which means she'll go back to the buyer, she'll give him back a dinar and get back a, a piece, a field, and she wants to pay, like, hey, I, I, I sold an extra dinar's worth of field, I'll pay it back in field. Still it's coming to tell you what, So what do you learn over here? Look at Rashi. Now she says, start from my love. The, the field was sold for the fair market value. She sold it for But it says she sold it for No. Because she was owed a She sold it for plus one dinar, but that was the value. What do you mean? Even if she's willing to give back. Of course she's willing to give back. She has to give back. She, she, she has extra dinar of the yetomim. Dinar mekarke'e. Meaning she says, Ahzir ve'eknemena lokeyach shavea dinar. I'll buy a dinar's worth of field. Va'azirena lahem still. The deen is what? It's, the sale is batel. So what do you see from over here? That basically... The Yitomim said, you could sell up to a hundred. She went and sold a hundred and one. That's similar to the case that we're discussing now. You could sell a half a litig, 
and the guy went and sold a full letich. So it must be when you sell more than you were given to sell, it's considered ma'avir, it's considered that you're rebellious on your shibihut, and therefore the wholesale is nullified. So we're having a Mishnah, that when you sell more, get so you technically give up right, you can sell up to 100, that's what we owe you. She went and sold 101. I don't care if he pay, she pays back, I don't care if she pays back, actually, karka, mechra, batel. Why? Because you were told to sell this much and you sold more. It's considered ma'avir al ashli'ut. Kabbalah says, no, da'ya, amar avuna, bedez rabnatan. No, bede ozil. What's the case of it, bede ozil? Rashi. O mishumachi mechra batel. De ta'ata. Shemachra shave maneh vedinar bemaneh. Like we learned originally. She didn't sell more than she was told to sell. She was able to sell a hundred, because that's what's Ota, and that's what she sold. She went and she sold a, a, a field that was really worth a hundred and one, but she sold it for hundred. So technically, she didn't go against the Shidihut, which means she only sold uh, a hundred, which was really coming to her. And that's what she's a bit the Ozil, meaning it was uh, technically, uh, she, she, she she discounted. That's what it means. Ozil, I mean, she discounted the karka, but she sold, meaning she sold a shavim manev dinar, she only sold it for a minute like the mashmaut of the Mishnah. Because what did the Mishnah say? Makhra manev dinar bemaneh. Bimaneh like we understood it originally. Bimaneh means she sold it really for a hundred. Now the problem is the Yitomim lost as a result of this. Hey, we lost a, a dinar. And that's what it means over here, that even if she's willing to compensate them for the dinar that uh, they lost, all that doesn't matter. Mechrabatel. However, if let's say, exactly, let's say the Almana would sell the Karka, uh, let's say for the... Uh, for the Shovyo, which is uh, for what it's worth. Which is, let's say she sold it for uh, 101, and it, it's worth that. Let's say she's only owed 100, but let's say she sold it for more than that. Could be Mechra Kayam. The only reason why Mechra is not Kayam over is because she sold it for less than it's worth. Right? She's the worth, the was worth 101, she only sold it for. A hundred. So we say mechrabate. But let's say she was owed a hundred and she sold the fee for hundred and one. In the just give back the one and maybe it'll be uh, okay. And if I'll say what? Then maybe that really it's considered she's still doing the shirihut. It's not ma'avir. It's considered musif. So you have no raya from Mishnah as well. Again, you only see from Mishnah the cases talking about what? She's, she was told you can sell up to a hundred. That's what she did. She sold up to a hundred. But what? She discounted the price. She discounted the field. Because the field was really worth 101. So therefore, the Hidush of the Mishnah, even if she's willing to pay back the one to the uh, Yitomim, the sale is not a sale. But who said maybe, if let's say, she had a right to sell 100, and she went and sold 101, right? So she got 101 for the field, maybe in economics considered Mosif, and therefore since Mosif, let her take the 100 and pay back the one. So you have no da'ya from our Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and says, hold it. Hold it. From the fact that the Sefa of our Mishnah, which we'll see the case now, is talking about a case where the field was discounted, which he sold it for a discount, must be the Resha is not talking about a case where the field was discounted. Because I don't need two cases for discount. Look at Ashi. I don't need two cases of discounting. What does it say in the Sefa? How many Sefa does it have here? Because it says at the end of the Mishnah, let's say our Ketra was worth 400 Zuz. She said to the first field to the guy for 100. She said to the second guy also for 100. And we said the third guy also for 100. The fourth guy, she sold a field that was worth 101, she sold it for 100. So what do we say? So the last one, the sale is nullified. So what do you see? We have that case already. We have a case over there where she sold 101 field for 100. And therefore, you tell me that it's, that's the case of Bedeozil. Same case. But what do I need two cases to tell me that what? Where she sells, she only has rights to sell 100. Right? She's selling 100. But what? She discounted the field. She got 100 for a field that's worth 101. That's considered what? 
Nechran Batel. That's the same case as the Resha. So the Gemara says, Lo. Resha Vesefa Bideozil. I can tell you both cases is the same case. That was told by where she discussed. I need to tell me both that what? That the sale is nullified. Why? Vesefa, which is the, the first case, just tells me what? The Deen. That why when she discounts the field, the field is. The, the sale is not avoid. Vesefa. Hakamashmaran <laughs> This was the last field, which means she already got paid 300. Yeah. Correct? She saw the first field, she saw the second field, she saw the third field, she got already 300. Now already she owed what? 100 more. So therefore, I'll tell you, in that case over there, where she was only owed one more, then already I'm going to say that the sale is going to be nullified. Aval bedida kegon. rishonim. Let's say she made a mistake in the earlier ones. Which means the Hadush of the Sefa is like this. From the Nisha I learned what? That if she only has a hundred and she comes along and discounts a field, and instead of selling it for a hundred, instead of selling it for 101, she sells it for a hundred, mechrabatel. Beautiful. The sefa, I don't need the sefa. You know, I need the sefa to come and tell me that that's only a problem when it affects the yitomim. But when it's, when it's hers to sell, for example, let's say she did that within one of the first three fields. The yitomim, oh, well, 400. So now she comes along, and there's a field that's worth 101. She sells it for a hundred. The sale is going to be a sale. Because bottom line, that money is really still belonging to her. And whether she did it to the second field uh, as well. Where that money is still, she still owes her, uh, the team still owe her 400. Only by the last one, where they only owe her 100 more, and she sells a field of 101 for 100, then already you have a problem. But in the first three fields, not only that, it's not to be considered ona'a, which means when she discounts a, a field over there, we're not going to be considering it mechrab batil because we have a law that, let's say, you have usury. Somebody gets a discount, right? That one dinar is not considered uh, price, fraud. A, a price fraud. Exactly, we're going to say the sale is uh, void. That's to be, let's say, a sixth of uh, more than the normal price. This an extra dinar is a hundredth of, uh, uh, of, of the shi'ud. So therefore, the law is what? Two, two points I need to tell me in the Mishnah. Really, both cases, the Rishan, the Sevah, and the Ozil. Meaning to teach me what? When a lady goes and buys a field that's worth 101 and she, so she sells it for 100, no sale. But that's a Sefa case. Now, Sefa is coming to teach me it's no sale only because it was the last field. And the last field already, the guy, the Yatim only owe 100. So you cannot sell a field for 101 for 100. Already, that's already considered But if she sold the first three fields for 100, and, uh, 100 even though it's worth 101, Mechra. So that's why I need the sefaz to teach me only when it was the last field, but not if it's the first field. That's what the Rashi says about bedida, meaning kegon shetaatais lahadman rishonim, right? Shayat taut alea shade yesh taodik bot because she's still getting paid. She's still really old. Now, first of all, Rashi says for two reasons. Number one, there's no ona abay karka anyway. Just as a stab law. Even if, even if there would be, let's say, uh, a price for it, where, let's say, she sold it for excessively cheap, doesn't matter. By fields, there's no deen of ona'ah. And even if there would be ona'ah, it's got to work with the sixth, the astute thing. By charging, undercharging uh, one dinar is not considered a, uh, a inyan of ona'ah. So to that comes the Gemara and says, wait, comes the Gemara and says, says, hold it. We know that Hidush already from the beginning of the Mishnah. Why? Because what did it say at the beginning of the Mishnah? Hayta ketubata matayim. Let's say ketubata was worth 200. Umachra shaveh maneh bimatayim. She either sold, let's say, a field that was worth 100 and she was able to get 200. Or shaveh matayim, or the opposite. She sold the field that was 200 and she sold it only for bimaneh. What do we say in the Mishnah? 
Which means, what do you see from Amishnah? Even though she sold the field less than its value, right? She sold the field that was really worth 200, and she only got 100. So the, the mechid is going to be kayam. And what's the explanation? Because since she was owed this over here, right? It's coming to her, and therefore she discounted the, the price. Uh, that's uh, her, uh, her problem. So therefore, I know that law that when she's discounting to herself, the sale is a sale. Yeah. So I don't need the sale to tell me that the first three times she discounts, it's a sale. Of course, because she's not hurting anybody. She's, she's hurting herself with the first three year sales. Because yeah. she's all the money. But that I know already from the Nesha. What was the Nesha? The lady takes a field that's worth uh, 200. Okay? She sells it for 100. What's the deen in the Mishnah? Stands. And then she, she's paid up, she gets 100. And she gets 100 and it's over. She, 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 she's paid off. So what does that teach me? Put it in a cloud. That when a lady, this, she's old money, she discounts it, her problem, her loss. So I don't need the sefa to come and tell me that on the first three fields, if she could have got 101, because she's old 101, she could have got 101, she discounts it for 100, of course the sales are sales. She discounts it, she's only hurting herself. So therefore, I don't need the sefa to tell me the case of Hosila, where she discounted the field to teach me when it's to her, the sales of six that already I also know from the Deresha. So the Gemara says, no, I need all these cases to wipe out the tema. Could have said like this. Hatam. Which means, in the case of Deresha, in the case of this, this case we just said, yeah. In this case over here, once already she sells the field that was worth 200 for 100, it's just finished. She has nothing to do with the Yetumim anymore. She's considered Nistalek. She has left the, the house. Legami. She has nothing to do with, with anything else. And therefore, uh, um, there's no reason for me to come along and say, make a Gizera of some sort to say that the Mecca is a Batil. Once already she sells a field that's worth 200 for 100, goodbye. That's it. That's the last transaction of it. Now she takes that 100. You didn't negotiate the right way. You discounted. Goodbye. It's look at there's no more transactions that are going to take place and I have to worry about making maybe a gizera. Masha'enkin in the sefa balaka in the case of the sefa where there's four transactions taking place over here. So therefore there's room for me to make a gizera, meaning I could argue like this. Really, Hosila, she discounted your loss. But if I'm gonna say that the sale is a sale, I might make a gizera. If I say the first three sales are sales, maybe she's gonna come along and think that the fourth sale is also a sale. And the fourth sale is not a sale. Because by that time already, all he's she's owed is a hundred and she sold the field at hundred and one for a hundred. So I might have might have made a gizera that the first three should be batel atu the fourth. Kamash ma'alan. We don't make such a gizera. And so the Gabbana says, maybe I would think, Nigzor shon atu Maybe I should make a gizera on the first three sales atu the last one, because the last one we agree this could be batel. Kamash ma'alan no. Therefore, I really need all the cases of Hosila. Which means, I have the cases of the Reshad that tell me what, that when she's coming along and she's owed money and she discounts a field, that's your field. You discounted it, sale is a sale. And what's the Hadush over there? Well, the Hadush over there is that even though she sold it for less money, kayam, but I would have said that may, there it's not such a Hadush, because there I'll say, what type of guess that you want to make in that case? She got her money. Sorry, you only got 100, but that's your fault because you sold it for 100. And uh, goodbye. She's going out. There's no reason to make it such a guess in such a case to say that the Mechmechel should be batil. But in the Sefa, it's also a case of Hozila. What? The first three fields, what did she do? She could have got 101. And if she would have sold it for 101, it's us. It's her right because she's owed that money. What did she do? She, she sold it for cheap. And what's the deal over there? The sale is a sale. What do I need that case for? Do I need that case? Because I might have come along and argued maybe the sale is not a sale. Because yeah. if I let the sale go through in the first three transactions, the maker gets that to the fourth transaction where if she discounts in that case of whether the sale is not a sale. That is indeed a sale nonetheless. So therefore, I can let all the cases is talking about Hosila. Back to our original question. The original question was, uh, was asked what? The original question we had was, if a guy sent a messenger, I want you to buy for me, I want you to sell for me half a letich. And he sold a full letich. Is it considered mosif? Was it considered ma'avir? We thought to bring a raya 
from our Mishnah. Let's review the uh, give and take over here. We thought to bring a raya from our Mishnah, thinking that the case in the Mishnah was where she went along and she only had an ability to sell a hundred. And she went and sold a 101 field for 101. Mm-hmm. And what do we say? Even if she gives the money back, nothing. Mashma ma'avir. Comes to give says, no raya. The case was talking about she sold the 101 field for 100. She kept her shidihut. Uh, it's just that she just undersold. Oh, so you have no ayah to the subject of it, which means she was, she, was, she was allowed to sell to 100, and she sold to 100. She just it's undersold the field. So the Hadush the Mishnah, when she undersells the field, the sale is not Kayam. Ay, Hozila. The Sefa is a case of Hozila. No, I need all the case of Hozila to teach me the, the respective names. So, so far we have not answered this question on a person uh, selling, uh, being commissioned to sell a half and ended up selling a. Oh, <laughs>